Well, there's a lot going on this weekend. Uh, I've got all the Crane Road Masses, and Father Jack has all the downtown Masses. And we're saying goodbye this weekend, so this is kind of a, a farewell homily. But, you know, first and foremost, uh, even more importantly, is the fact that the most important mystery in our faith, that of the Holy Trinity, is celebrated this Sunday, and Trinity Sunday. And, you know, last week, uh, I was preparing for my homily, and and during my preparations, I always try to make sure to have someone who's you know, preaching to me, and thankfully Bishop Barron has his homily come out a few days early, which is a great gift, and sometimes it ends up being part of my homily. Maybe some of you have noticed that every once in a while. But uh, you know, last week was Pentecost. He was talking about the Holy Spirit, and it was really a great Trinity homily. And he was talking about how perfect one God and three persons right? That the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three equal, all within that mysterious one God, right? And how it, it, it's so beautiful to have three. That one, one becomes overbearing. One becomes this almost benevolent dictator. If you think of like Lord of the Rings I talked about a few months ago, like if Galadriel or Gandalf had gotten the Ring of Power, they would have been uh, that overbearing lover. And with two, two, there's becomes differences. Two, you butt heads. Two, there's conflict. But with three, you have this perfect communion of, of exchange and, and, and diversity and equality, all giving, all receiving. The Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father, and that love between the two of them you know, is the Holy Spirit, the person. And it's this constant outpouring. It's this constant giving. It's this constant life-giving you know, water is almost a way of, of understanding it. And it's a mystery. We'll never understand it. It'll be unveiled for us. We hope when we get to heaven, we'll, we'll have a deeper understanding, but... Our human minds just don't even have the capability to fully understand it. But the closest thing we have to this beautiful trinity being in our lives is through the family. And I often speak with the couples that I prepare for marriage saying, you know, what, what is marriage? It's many different things, but, but one of its foundations is that, you know, the love between a father and a mother or a husband and a wife that love is an analogy for the way that God loves us. It's, within the family, we see an analogy of the Trinity. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the husband, and the wife, and the love between them being that offspring, that family. So every family is imperfect. We have our faults. But what we're striving to be is that total gift. And yes, there's receiving, but that total outpouring where you're only considering the good of the other. And what is love? It's willing the good of the other. And in the sense, we see that within the Trinity. And we're hardwired for this love. It all eventually leads us back to God. But as human beings, you know, the family is, is really good. And we long for that. And this week, you know, I've gone back and I've reflected upon those years of discernment. And that was a big, 
that was a big block for me in regards to, I, I was running from that knock on my heart to be discerning the priesthood because I wanted to have a family. I wanted to be married. Marriage is, is a good thing. I wanted to have children, right? But the Lord was saying, you know, if you trust me, I have something in store for you. Whenever he asks us to surrender something, it's because he has something greater in mind. And brothers and sisters, with all my heart, I just want to thank you for being that family to me these last five years, but especially in the three years of, of being a priest here. Because I can, with every part of my heart, tell you that I'm so happy that whether it was the prayers of the faithful or my family or however a vocation you know, comes about that I ultimately said yes to discerning the priesthood and to say yes to get ordained because my life, I wouldn't want to live it without spending these last five years and these three years as a priest at St. Patrick's. You've all been my family. And that's a beautiful thing about you know, what celibacy is, is that we forego a family to take on much more than that. And you really have. This week, I was writing a letter to the bulletin and I, was, I went through the sacramentaries. Uh, you know, we keep records of everything, everything that goes on. Not all the masses, I, I kind of had to guesstimate. I'm pretty certain it's been over 1,200 masses that I've had here at, at St. Patrick's in the last three years. But uh, I know for a fact that I've had 86 baptisms, 56 funerals and 30 weddings that I've performed and officiated at and thousands of confessions, praise God, uh, and probably over 100 anointings, which is just incredible. And that's a lot of life. It's a lot of life in three years. Um, with many of you, I've laughed. With some of you, I've gone through tragedies. We've cried, we've celebrated the sacraments, and it's just an incredible gift. That special connection between a priest and his first assignment uh, in his parish, I couldn't ask for anything more, right? I kind of get to be the fun uncle, father type of thing, like if it's too big, why don't you go talk to Monsignor? That's great. You really, you know, this is, you need somebody so we just get to have fun. You know, later I'll be the pastor and I'll have to do that. And then the gray hairs come and I start to look like Father Browning and those guys, right? But right now, it's been fun. It's been great. I sleep so well at night. It's amazing. And, um, you know, thankfully, I won't be too far away. I'll be down in, in Holy Cross in Batavia. So if, if you don't tell Monsignor, you can come down and say hello every once in a while. So um, I love you guys a lot and I'm a better man and a better priest and just more full of life after being a part of this parish. My one last little challenge to you all is you're not done yet, <laughs> all right? We're all striving for sainthood. We need to have that childlike humility to continue to want to grow. And first and foremost, that needs to be in our faith life. And if I can speak from my own life, one of the biggest fears I ever had was you know, forgoing that family, right? The Lord asked for that corner of our heart that we are so holding on to tightly. Just let it go. The Lord's got you. He loves you. 
And brothers and sisters, when you do that, he's really going to allow the Holy Spirit to work through your life and to continue to make this parish an incredible place. So trust in the Lord, give him your life, and he will give you everything. And brothers and sisters, while I hope this isn't goodbye just to see you later, ultimately, for sure, the great hope is that it's just to see you later because we weren't made for this earth. We were made to enjoy the love of the Trinity forever in heaven, the homeland that will never disappoint. So while yes, there are afflictions on this earth, there are difficulties that we bear, proves that character and allows us to freely choose God who created us to accept that love that he wants to give in our life so that one day when he calls us home the veil is taken back and that love which we were created for we can enjoy forever in heaven so that is my prayer for all of you thank you I love you please pray for me thank you